0: Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary
1: Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode here of When Ghosts Speak. What interesting. This is an interesting title. I knew or dead. Yeah,
0: it was uh, interesting.
1: <laughs> like, I didn't know how to put that into functioning words for I'm Like, right.
0: It's, and it took me a while to try to come up with this. So
1: we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, what's your story for this interesting title?
0: Okay. It was the end of August, the beginning of September. And that's the time of the year that the new vehicles come in to to the showrooms and, you know, the new models are announced and for the new year. Now, they used to do it back then in August, the beginning of September. This was very long ago, so I don't know when they bring the. I, I think I see new cars out now in February for the following year, so I don't who knows what they do. But like I says, I know, I'm not sure now how they do it, but this is the way it used to do. At the time, I just had two phone lines. I had one for the kennel for my rooming, and I had one at home. And I did have an answering machine, though. So, you know, people could definitely leave messages. I had to be careful because at the time, uh, beside the grooming shop, I also had, uh, we were also foster parents. So when somebody would call and say, I need help, I was never sure what they needed. Was it children's services calling about a baby? Was it a dog got skunked or was it a ghost? So it was like, so how can I help you? Right. So, like, <laughs> define right. your help, please. Yes, yeah. What kind of help do you need? so at that time I was doing houses not a lot of businesses lots of funerals but that's what you know that that was typical for that and the phone rang and I was home and I picked it up and and I said uh, hi and this man asked for Marianne I said yep that's me what can I do for you And he said, well, I'm going to tell you some things, and you have to believe me. I thought, oh, he's got to be talking ghosts. I mean, what else could it possibly be? And I said, okay, I I promise I'll believe you. His name was Jack. It was Jack, say, Smith. And he owned one of the biggest car dealerships in the county. and. Again, I was sort of surprised because men, this was back then, I didn't get very many calls from men. And I said to him, how did you get my name? Because what guy is going to talk to another guy about this? I mean, come on. And he took a bead and said, I bet you know my buddy boss. And I said, boss. Boss. And he said, yep. And I said, and this is, I know somebody by that name that isn't a boss? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. And I said, wait a minute. Is your boss a boxer? He said, that's right. Boss is my dog, the boxer. I said, "Okay," and he said, my wife brings him to you to get his toenails and bats. I said, yeah, I know, boss. I said, he's a good boy. I said, but that's not boss's last name. And he said, oh, yeah, my wife brings him and she never changed her name, her last name when we got married. That's why I had no idea that this was who it was. And I said, okay. And I said, so tell me. Uh, I, I said, seriously, do you know actually what I do? And he said, yes, ghosts. And I said, okay. And I said, so you better tell me what's happening. He said, he started advertising the new cars that were coming in and making room and clearing out showrooms and making spots for the new ones to come in. And, you know, you try to move the, the older ones out so that, you know, then you run big sales on the ones to make room for the new ones. And he said, but in the last two, through two and a half, three and a half weeks, he said, things have been absolutely crazy here. I said, Okay, I says, tell me what. And he says, I actually have a list. I went, oh, good. So read me your list. And he said, okay. He said, the first thing is the cops keep calling me in the middle of the night when the alarms go off. He says, I'm the one they call. You never know when, you know, somebody's trying to break in. He says, and I grab boss and we go out to the to the car dealership. Nothing's going on. The cops are waiting. No doors are open. He says, I've got five buildings. He said, all the buildings are locked up. No idea. He says, this will happen four out of seven days. He says, the one night it happened twice. I said, okay. He said, you come in and the first thing in the morning, all the doors and all the trunks on all the vehicles in the showrooms are wide open. I said, huh? I said, batteries die? And he says, yeah, a couple of times. He says, because I don't know, how, we don't know how long they've been open. We, nev- we would never leave. A, we don't leave them open during the day, let alone all night long. He says, and then this weird thing happened. As soon as we would, me and a couple salesmen would walk around, close the doors, slam the trunk shut, close the hoods. A couple even had the, the engine hoods up. He said, as soon as you close them, they start beeping like crazy. They won't shut up. They just beep and beep and beep. He says, we actually had to turn, lift the hood up and turn the thing off to stop the horn from going off. I said, oh, great. He said, a salesman in me walked to two of the vehicles that had sun roofs. Well, the one was a moon roof. But they're sunroofs. He said, We stood there watching them open and close by themselves. I said, Huh. Now, the whole time we're talking, it is a working day, and he is calling me from his work with 14 salesmen, mechanics, body men, and customers. He said, Another thing, the petty cash box in the offices ends up in the wrong dra- in the wrong drawer, in the wrong desk three or four times a day. So whoever is here is all over the place." And he said, "And this happens especially at night, only on now keep in mind, back in the day, car dealerships were only open late on Mondays and Thursdays. And they were closed on Sundays. So this was definitely, you know, in a very select time. The one secretary quit. Too much going on. And she said she was watched in the ladies room and she saw dark shadows. And she was a Christian woman and she was not staying in this place where the devil was working. So now we've worked the devil into this, which just rings my bell, let me tell you. And he said the big showroom, the lights all day blink on and off for no good reason. The electrician has been out. He can't find anything wrong. Every person that works here are out of sorts, fighting, leaving early because they have bad headaches and upset stomachs. The toilets in the whole property were not only flush, but not all the time. And the plumbers can find nothing wrong. I even left boss overnight. I thought, who's ever here, he'll scare him away. When I came in the next morning, the dog was hiding behind the toilet in the one bathroom. He said, that's the last time I did that. Oh, poor boss. I Though know.
1: My, that, my first thought was like he sounds mafia. Right. Nobody's gonna mess with him. That's right.
0: And and back then he looked like a boxer with the cropped ears and the cropped tail. You know, Europe doesn't do that anymore, and it's not going to be done in America anymore either soon. But no more of the cropping of the ears or the tail. He said, I will even. He says, I won't even tell you what's going on in the body shop. He says, words on the wall written in grease. He said, the mechanics actually thought that one of the mechanics was playing jokes on each other. Because who would say it's a ghost? Especially not a man. Secretary might have had something there with the shadows and the devil. What can I say? So this call was about two o'clock in the afternoon and I asked how many people were on the property and he gave me an approximate number and Jack's, and Jack said, what do you mean how many people are here? I says, how many customers are approximately in the room, how many, you know, in the property, how many uh, workers, whatever. And he said, well, you know, I can only see the live ones. I said, yeah, I sort of figured that. I said, I'll take care of the dead ones. He said, okay. Well, there was a crowd of ghosts there, but there were so many live people there. that There was no way I could separate who was there and who was just visiting. So I said, here's what you're going to have to do, Jack. I said, when can you call me from the property when you are the only living person Person there. He said, So I just have to be there by myself? And I was going to sort of make a crack about being in there by himself. And I said, Well, I guess you can take the dog. And he said, I don't think he'll come with me, but I'll try. And I said, All right. He said, Well, he says, I can call you on Sunday. He said, But it will have to be in the afternoon because They clean, the people come in and clean on Sunday mornings. And I said, all right. So that Sunday afternoon, he called and left a message. There were four ghosts there. That's it. And, you know, and I said, okay, I'm going to have to come out. I says, I'll come out with Ted, my husband. And I says, we'll come out next Sunday. And just you and boss, nobody else. I says, and we will go through every building. I'll give you information and we will put seeds up to make sure that this does not happen again. And he said, okay. And he said, well, he says, can I at least bring my wife because she at least knows you? I said, oh, sure. I says, go ahead and bring your wife. So I go out there the following Sunday with Ted. And the first ghost, was just a nosy, dead salesman, didn't even work for this company. And he actually worked for his uncle, who had a totally different dealership. But he was just curious and nosy, and he liked being in with the crowd, as he called the other three, his buddies, so that they could make problems at night. This was one of the very first places where I ever saw adult ghosts sort of working in tandem. What one didn't think of, the other one did. And so, I, like I said, this guy was about 35 years old. He was young in his world, he didn't want to be dead. The second ghost was attached to a car that was traded in. And I went and I looked at the car, and it was. One of those uh, hot rod types cars and the boss, Jack actually bought it for himself. It really wasn't for sale, but this 65 year old man that owned it did not want Jack to have it. His son was supposed to have it. And Jack talked his son into giving it to him um, with a lot of compensation. And it made this 65-year-old man very, very angry. So he was just going to make life difficult. The third ghost had died in a truck accident. He was about 42 years old. He bought the truck from here. And he died within 24 hours of buying the truck. And in he, he just had it in his mind that it was the dealership's fault they sold him a lemon, and it, he he was going to get his just rewards by making them miserable and the last one got a figure he was a previous owner, and it was another thing where this was a business that had sort of stayed in the uh, family and the son that was supposed to get it didn't want it the daughter did want it but back then women didn't run car dealerships times have changed and so she didn't get it and he was mad about it and So he was not going to let this be a successful dealership. The problem is these guys were all dead. And besides causing problems, it wasn't hurting the bottom line on the dealership one little bit. Not when you're the biggest one in the county. So um, they all did cross over with absolutely no problem. And And it took about four hours to let them go to the light. They all did go to the light. And then we put up lots of seeds. Think of a car dealership. Think of a mechanics building. Think of a body shop building. Think of all the big doors that you have to get seeds up way high. So it took a whole lot of, of, of time. And he didn't understand because these ghosts said that at any given time, three customers walk in, at least one of them has a ghost attached to them. So at any given time, who knows how many are there? The mechanic's dead father that died about a month before I came out was still hanging out with his son. There was a body shop. There was a woman that worked in the body shop. Her dead ex-boyfriend was hanging around her. So what was happening is that these people would come to work with their ghosts and they would be there all day too. So Jack says, so what's going to happen? Now these people still have ghosts attached to them. I said, you're right, they do. I says, but they'll be waiting outside in their cars for them. They will not be able to get into the building. I said, now, that may be a problem with the lot because there's damage that they could do to cars on the lot that I can't do anything about. And he said, how about if we put a Quincy in all my cars? I said, no, how about if we don't do that? I says, what do you have, 400 cars here? And trucks and everything in between. He said, mm, maybe about that many. I said, yeah, no, that's, that's not going to happen. I says, keeping the offices and the work areas clear where they can't get in. I said, that will be just, you know, I, I think if they can't come in and create problems inside with live people, I don't think they're going to mess with the cars too much. He said, okay. He said, now he says, I have to tell you this, Marianne. He says, I'm a believer now. And I said, well, that's good. I says, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. And I said, with the information that you got, I said, I think that um, you should be happy. And he says, I am. And on a side note, one of the salesmen, was stealing so bad from him, the one ghost turned him in. He, was, he would be late on Mondays and Thursdays, the two late nights, he would have his buddies come and they'd go through the shops and, you know, an extra can of paint, a tool, you know, a pair of brake pads. I, they would steal things like that. And when, I think almost when you've got that big of a business, I almost think it's hard to keep track of it because I'm going to assume Back then, they didn't have computers to take care of everything for them to know what was in and what was out.
1: Well, and I mean, in a way, smarts on that employee to not go after the cash, you know, go after the easier, you know, misplaced of like, oh, those brake sets were put on that car. It just wasn't written down. Right. You know, um, was it the um, ghost who had worked at the other dealership? Was that the one that turned him in?
0: Yes. Yes, it was. He was the big mouth. Yep,
1: yep. yep. And Jack was a little funny
0: because he said, "Who is doing it?" And I told him, and he said, "Never, never would have guessed him." And he said another man's name. He said he's about twenty-seven years old. He said he likes to party. He said, and I had my eye on him. I thought maybe he was the one doing it. And he said this other guy's sixty-five years old. He says, I would have never expected it to be from him. I said, there you go. And then the ghosts that turned him in said, yeah, but he's giving it to his 18 and 19 year old grandsons. So they were just sort of putting in, giving grandpa a to-do list or a wish list or a Christmas list. Grandpa, would you find me these things? And grandpa was doing Grandpa got fired.
1: Oh, I bet. Yes. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Wow. Yep, yep. It, now, did the ghost say, hey, the one you've been eyeing, like, he's completely legit. He's your most honest one. He may party hard on the side, but in here, he's straight and narrow. Yeah. No, they put, They absolutely. He stood up for that guy when he, he said, yeah, I know
0: he's been watching him, and it's not him at all. He even says something like to the effect, well he's not a very bright owner. But <laughs> I'm thinking, oh. Yeah, but you're dead, so what do you know? So
1: <laughs> <laughs> now the uh the dead car salesman, was he like an opposing uh, dealership like in the county or
0: Yes, yes, same dealership and this was the you know, you know, what can I say? Ford, Chevy, you know. That competition is going to be forever. And Jack was really starting to get into trucks more than he was before. And the other dealership was almost all trucks and hardly no cars. So there you go. And that's where he was trying to cause problems at. As a matter of fact, in the body shop, which he wasn't going to remember, he wasn't going to tell you what's going on there. But in the body shop, They came in the one day and the whole side of the car was painted with an odd color. They actually painted a car. These were some really motivated ghosts, let me tell you.
1: Now, the uh, did the live owner know about um, the gentleman who died? like 24 hours after buying the vehicle? Like, was he aware that that happened? Oh, yeah. Lawyers
0: and his wife and all kinds of people came in accusing him. He says it, there was a, he says it took about eight months to straighten out. And they ended up going back onto the manufacturer. And he said, he thinks that they actually settled out of court. I said, so there was a problem with the truck. He said, I think it was almost, they settled just for convenience to stop it because it was just going on and on and on. And apparently the dead man's relatives really liked the attention. So that had something, he said, you know, sometimes you just cut your loss. He says, it wasn't our fault. We didn't do anything. And they went after the manufacturer and the manufacturer said, it's not, not, we're just going to cut our loss and let it go just to make them go away that's right
1: but getting the attention
0: yeah so sometimes maybe the squeaky wheel does get the oil you never know
1: (laughs) every now and then maybe um wow i mean because you you figure how much energy it takes to do these things for ghosts to paint a car to like literally move all that stuff and take cash boxes, move them to different desks, different drawers. Like That's a lot of energy. And I didn't know at the time because
0: every day I learned something new and I never checked back to see if there were eclipses or full moons or new moons. I I didn't know to look for that stuff back then. So uh, it was just like, wow. But they actually, the one guy actually had uh, changed people's minds about buying a car. The one, he made them buy more expensive cars or make them look better. And the other one made them buy cheaper cars. These people were having, these ghosts were having a ball with these salesmen. Let me tell you. And back then they were all men salesmen. You know, you have women salesmen, salespeople now, but not back then, and they were strictly the office help. And uh, I, I'm surprised more people didn't leave. I, I really am.
1: That that's interesting. I. In a way, like I would have expected and maybe, right, because he didn't tell us everything that happened in the body shop. And thankfully, though, none of those stories were of uh, people being hurt, you right. know, with cars up on risers and lifts and having, you know, some air compression like fail in a car, fall on somebody. Or,
0: But see, I'm a firm believer that a ghost cannot kill you.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be going in
0: houses if I thought they could kill me. So I, I, I don't know. And yet they, I know that they've stood by old uh, boxes, fuse boxes, where it's caused a fire and burned the house down, but it didn't kill anybody. So, and I, I think that's pro- like even. Who knows what it costs to replace or recharge all those batteries with the trunks and the hoods and the doors opening and closing. But, you know, it cost him money, which is stress, which is why there was just enough stress for him to call me. And it was funny the next time that his wife brought boss in, I said to him, I said to her, I said, how long did it take you to convince him that there is ghosts in the place? She said, you know, we never had, and I never did work for her. They were not in her house. I was, I didn't even know she knew I could do that. And I said, I didn't know that you could do that. And she says, you remember, she says somebody's name. And I said, yeah, she says, you cleared her house. I said, yeah, I did. And she goes, well, she's one of my best friends and she told me. She says and when Jack came home telling me all this stuff, I'm thinking, oh, it has to be him. She says he begged me for a week to call you. And I said, nope, you're going to do it yourself because you're not going to believe me when I tell you, you need to talk to her. You need to be with her. And I guess he had he had just had enough and he made the call and it worked out just fine. Well, it them, so stubborn. You I, know? Uh, like- <laughs> it, it, it has to hit him up the side of the head. And I did get rid of the head mechanic's uh father. And I also got rid
1: of, of the one girl that worked in the body shop. or the uh-huh. ex-boyfriend that was yeah. hanging around. I, yes. That's yes. got creeper vibes to it. That the mm-hmm. for some reason that one didn't feel sweet. That one feels like creeper. Yeah.
0: Got rid of him and he, he was, he, it was a good thing. She got rid of him. Believe me. So.
1: Their ex is for a reason. That's right. That's exactly right. Was this a, a car dealership that Ted ever worked at? Cause I know he did a stint in, in car sales. Yeah. Nope.
0: Not, not this. This was, he didn't do car sales for till 30 years after that. Okay. So. But it's really crazy because that dealership is still there.
1: Oh, and I wonder if these are still up.
0: <laughs> I don't know. And the dealership went to his children. And they opened up another one and maybe another one since. But I know there was two of them. But the sons did run them. Um, but they're, they're still, still
1: there. Hmm. How interesting. Oh, well, it was a fun story. Fun for us, not for him. No, (laughs) you know, you just never know where you're going to find a ghost. You just don't know. You don't. because You wouldn't think a car dealership. You really wouldn't. Well, again, everybody always wants to default to the graveyards, the old abandoned building, you know, the stuff you see on TV. Well, and
0: that's it. And I think just by osmosis of Ted being married to me, Uh, You know, when he did work at a car dealership or dealerships, every time that any of the the vehicles came in from an auction, he would go stand by them and he'd he'd go move this one there or move that one there. There were definitely cars that he would not sell or even have people look at till I came in and cleared them up because he wasn't going to sell somebody a car. With an extra attachment.
1: <laughs> well, he wasn't looking for that to come back on the dealership and possibly him. Right. And that's exactly right. Smart, smart on, on Ted's. Right. Well, this was fun. Thank you for the, the fun little story. I don't think anybody's going to think of a dealership the same way again. Um, I know when I traded my in like I was exhausted when I left. Now I'm like, was it because I hate doing the whole car exchange thing anyway? And it's stressful. Or was there an invisible person floating around making it worse? You never know. (laughs) No idea.
0: Just keep in mind, if you're going to go out and buy a car used or new Mm -hmm. from the newspaper or dealership, have your seat on you.
1: Don't buy anything you don't really want. <laughs> right. Right. Good, good advice. Um, well, thanks, Miriam. This this was a good, fun, uh, fun episode. Um, and all of our listeners can find us every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Discuss the episode with us. What did you like? What, what kind of stories do you hope to, to hear us say? Some of these episodes sometimes are spurred on by questions from our friends on uh, Wednesday morning. That's right. So we're live on all the things like YouTube, uh, Twitch, Facebook, your YouTube, our YouTube. I think everywhere that we, we can, we can stream. I, I'm pretty sure you can't, you can't hide from us and we can't hide from you. You'll no, no, you can't. <laughs> so we will work on another one for next time. That's right. And what uh, episodes drop every Wednesday morning. So, uh, You have something fun to listen to on your way into work or to school. Thanks
0: for checking in with us, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.